We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. And I'm recording. Dope. But yeah, I have your thermos. I also use your uh, your little cup that you left that has this logo on it, and uh, uh, I use I use both of those almost every day. <laughs> yeah, and my fucking ultimate bowl, dude, with the yeah, handle. Yep, I, I I have that, and I use I've been using that this week because I've been sick, so I've been eating soup. Dude, that that thing is clutch. That is like it's, it's great for ramen because you know how hot the fucking bowl is when it comes out of the microwave. And yes, yeah, I'm an adult. I cook ramen the correct way in the microwave in a bowl. <laughs> I do both. Depends on what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I I've always cooked it that way, and it's how I will forever cook it unless I'm. Well, trying. it's, a, I, it's how know, we had to do it in the Marine Corps. We didn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and when I was younger. I didn't want to use the stove because I was lazy. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, when you're, you know, in a lobby in matchmaking for Call of yeah, Duty 4, you don't, you don't have time. You don't have time to boil water. You got to get back in there with the boys. <laughs> I got to go call my buddies faggots for the next two hours, you know, while I <laughs> yeah, kill dude. them and teabag them on Halo. Yeah, that takes priority when you're like 14, dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, I've been fucking sick this week. I'm not like, really really sick just like fucking drained and then not even like super drained that's not even what's killing me i've just had like a headache that's lingered for the last three days and then like just kind of felt like shit and i was like yeah i'm not gonna go get tested yeah fuck that like uh i'll be all right i and no cough no like hard breathing nothing like that and I've had, I, this is the second time it's happened this year. The other time was when I first moved in. It's just a normal cold. And people don't fucking, apparently you can't get a normal cold. You tell anybody that shit and they're like, it's the Rona. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not going to go get tested. It's a normal fucking cold. Yeah. Like the only thing I would say is like, if you lose your taste and smell, that would probably be a key sign that you probably have it. Pretty good indicator. Pretty good indicator. Because that's the, I've never lost my taste or smell from any sort of cold or sickness I've ever had. And everyone I've talked to, I wouldn't say everyone that had COVID has, has had that symptom, but a majority of them. And I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's a key indi- indicator that you probably got the weird uh, China virus. Yeah, the China virus. Yeah, dude, uh, speaking of the China virus, did you see, I think you shared it first and then I just saw it. But that video of the fucking nurses and oh shit dancing and singing in the White House. 
and the two white ladies i i here this is my tweet i don't know if you saw it yet so i just put it out but uh if you go look at my twitter keep it real luke um it's two female owners of minorities bring their mass slaves to white house to sing was it only two white women the two white women in the front are unmasked and all the other people except there's like there's like a white lady in the back that has a mask on but all the other all the rest of them are asian hispanic black you know every other color under the sun and they're all in masks except the two white ladies in the front and they're yeah or jill or jill biden or jill biden she didn't have yeah yeah she didn't have a fucking mask on either yep yeah it's fucking wild i couldn't even hear what they were singing i wasn't paying attention and it like i don't know the way their voices all together i couldn't even tell what words they were saying but yeah i kind of just block out propaganda as much as i can i just i I didn't even i was i didn't even listen to it it might have been a regular christmas song well, I just assumed it was something about getting the vaccine. Well, it's, I just it's got to be. They're in new nurses' uniforms. I bet none of them have a nurse, like a nursing license. Like, I bet yeah, they're they're probably. It's true. It's very possible. I mean, those fucking Kamala Harris had a bunch of child actors with her when she was doing yeah. that um, little thing about kids doing this astronaut program, and they weren't even really yeah. in the program. They were just child actors. Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh my god, dude! And it was crazy. It's crazy too. It's like I, I don't know. Every time Joe Biden gives a speech from the White House, it's always on a stage. And I, I don't know, maybe they always done that for a while. And I just maybe it's not that big of a deal. But just seeing the pictures of it not being the White House is kind of weird to me. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Well, is this? I used to like for some reason, I always remembered like the Oval Office. Like I thought they would talk from their desk in the Oval Office a lot. That's what I assumed. Like when yeah. They address the nation. Like, that's what I remember as a child. Maybe this is one of those like fucking uh, Mandela effect things. Like, we're just, you know, like the Bernstein Bears is not spelled the way, same way that everybody thinks. And yeah, fucking, I don't know. What else is there? There's a whole bunch of shit that goes on with the Mandela effect. Mandela, that, that one, that one Nelson guy in Mandela. Africa. Yes. Nelson, yeah, Mandela, Nelson Mandela. That's his name. Yeah. That he died yeah. and he really never died. <laughs> totally thought he died in the 80s. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought that was the whole reason why he was famous. We died in prison in the 80s and he was alive actually until like, you know, 2012 or some shit like that. Did he? Did he die? Yeah. <laughs> Did I don't he? know, man. I don't fucking know. I'm going to be in seven years. They're going to tell me that he's still alive and that he just yeah, died he's for the first still time like in some... 2028. Yeah. He's like chilling. Because I remember, oh, I, I, this is a funny story about Nelson Mandela. I remember, uh, I remember hearing about him dying, and I was roommates with Mike in the Marine Corps, and Mike was like, "Who gives a shit if this guy fucking died?" And like, you know, he did a really, like, he was really big in uh, fucking up apartheid in South Africa. Like that was his whole thing, and uh, I was like, "What the fuck do you mean?" Like it's. Like, it's Nelson fucking Mandela. And he was like, wasn't he some, like, African terrorist? And I was like, you fucking what, bro? Like, you fucking what? (laughs) I got so angry. But I was still, like, you know, kind of, like, uh, I mean, I think what he did was, I don't even, I can't even tell you what Nelson Mandela actually did. I just know he was involved in bringing an end to apartheid in South Africa. I don't know his means. I know he went to jail for it. Like, I couldn't tell you if he was actually a terrorist or not. 
but at that what if point he was in time, a terrorist? <laughs> I know at that point in time, you know, I was, I still had my left leanings, you know? So I was yeah, just like, sure. how dare you? How dare you? You know, that just fucking NPC shit. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one thing or the other about Nelson Mandela, but that he helped bring it into apartheid, which by any means necessary, I guess. I don't know. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> you, dude, you remember? I'm going to be we're it? terrorists at this point. Like, uh, fuck Nelson yeah, Mandela. Cool. <laughs> if they're going to call me one. <laughs> Might as well, Craig. But uh, do you remember that? Like, I don't remember what year. I think it was 2012. I think it was our senior year in high school or early, maybe our first year in the Marine Corps. And it was like that. Was it Comey? Comey. Coney 2012. And it was all over Facebook. And there was like this huge video that probably some white liberals put out. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. And I think it was one of the first times that like Facebook did like those banners that you can put up on your profile like you are with coney 2012 or whatever and then i i might be misremembering this wrong but i remember like i thought i remember that dude actually being like a major piece of shit oh no (laughs) he's a giant piece of shit he had like (laughs) like uh i think that's why it got so big like the coney 2012 was he was using um like somebody on the left like championed him or something like that and then uh some organization yeah or maybe it was somebody on the right championed him i don't remember somebody championed him and then the opposite was like this guy is literally like fucking up child soldiers right now like he's he has he's like stealing people stealing children from their families marching across the fucking uh the uh whatever province or whatever country they are in africa i forgot what what country it was and just slaughtering people and then enforcing children back into his army like and, and it like just totally By any means necessary luke <laughs> yeah totally just backfired on uh well and he was just like the basic run-of-the-mill warlord like he wasn't he wasn't like fighting against like a uh a government or i mean he technically was but it wasn't like like not in the same way that we uh, he wanted to instill authoritarian dictatorship and him be the king basically of this land and, and not even king he just wanted to slaughter people when he could and was using children to do it um but that shit was funny i remember that there yeah. was a whole bunch of fucking videos it was on snl all the time uh, yeah i just, I just remember was... that I, like just them like i'd had no idea what this was about and they made it seem like this big revolution in whatever the fuck africa and then i just remember like a couple years later like finding out like oh that guy was that guy was pretty bad. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, oh, well, I was like, man, dude, there's a bunch of white women on my Facebook that were, had their banner on of this, this dude. I know so, I might've even so shared this, something. So this is what it was. Jason Russell. He's a director of Coney 2012, a short documentary film that went viral in the beginning of March, 2012. In the first two weeks, it gained more than 83 million views on YouTube and became the subject of media scrutiny and criticism. Its subject is the Ugandan rebel leader, Joseph Kony, his alleged war crimes in the movement to bring him to the International Criminal Court. Basically, the United States was funding this fucking guy. And this guy, fucking Jason Russell, United States American film and theater director, uh, went and documented it and said, why are we fucking funding this guy? He should be locked up for war crimes and crimes against humanity. And uh, I think they arrested him at one point. I think they arrested him at one at one point but the coney 2012 like that's the name of the documentary is coney 2012 
so that's why it became such a big thing mm. yeah i don't know i just remember trolls that were like yeah he should be our president <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm going to be fuck these kids <laughs> dude january 6th is just around the corner i know i can't wait and we gotta start and we know... stockpiling memes and i'm well i'm just gonna i like i'm just gonna be a complete troll on that day so don't even take anything i say on my social media seriously because i'm gonna say things like this is the next fourth of july that we should be celebrating this uh <laughs> <the> <laughs> great day for liberty in this country uh I, I i'm just gonna like lean into like this was our revolution <laughs> we because won. you we you know won. what's coming you know what's coming because it's gonna be oh, yeah you know, it's going to be the threat to our democracy, the the, the Trump military coup and, and uh, they, they the insurrection that almost took over our Capitol building. And they're going to blow it <laughs> so far out of proportion. Like you're probably going to see people compare it to the Civil War. Oh, yeah. And 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. I mean, it's basically the same as all of them. So. Put together. Yeah, if you combine all those three, it's still not as bad as January 6th, dude. Yeah, because the people involved. Did you see uh there was an actor? He's on um what show is he on? Is he on F is for family? Oh no, he's on something. He's on some animated show, I think. And he got taken out. Oh, I think he's on he was from Bob's Burger, Bob's Burgers, and he got uh like they saw him in a video. And he said he was there, and then somebody found a picture of him there, and he got taken out from the video. And then the first I saw too that the first there was the first activist that com, uh, committed um, that said he was guilty. Uh, that was part oh. of it. He he said he gave his verdict, or he didn't give his verdict. He said he pleaded. Jesus Christ, that word was fucking hiding in the back of my head. He pleaded guilty to the charges of whatever they charged him with insurrection or whatever. Um, first guy, I bet you that guy's a fucking plant. Like, no, I don't know anybody that would go and fucking sit there and plead guilty to that. Well, maybe they, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they threatened him. Like if we take this to trial, you're fucked for life or you yeah. could be half your life if you just plead. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just guessing. Yeah. I didn't Wasn't really it look the... into it. I just saw wasn't it the dude that was from Arizona that fucking weird? He had, he had that the Viking what, hat or whatever. Yeah, the Viking guy. That for, that's I'll, it. I'll look who pleaded guilty. Who pleaded guilty? Pretty sure it was him. January 6th. It was like the first guy. Oh, it was a Proud Boy member. Oh. Proud Boy member pleads guilty to conspiracy in January 6th. But see, that's where I'm confused. It says, is the conspiracy what happened at january 6th or is there another conspiracy played a substantial role a proud boys member who federal prosecutors said played a substantial role in the breach of the capitol on january 6th pleaded guilty wednesday to felony conspiracy and obstruction charges oh. some guy named matthew green admitted to plotting with other members of the far-right group to stop congress from certifying joe biden this guy see this is my thing these people, first, the Proud Boys, anybody taking them seriously, you're a fucking joke yourself. Um, especially once they started getting like media notoriety, like they were, you just set them up to be, you know, celebrities for no goddamn reason. But uh, 
Like this guy, there, there was nothing this guy could do to make Joe Biden not be certified as president that day. There was nothing. He knows it. That dude knows it. All of them know. I don't know what he's pleading guilty to. Well, he's obviously pleading guilty because he probably got a plea deal. But, you know, like, prove, like, if he's saying that and he's going with that story and he's actually going to say, like, yeah, that's what we were there to do. Like, you're a fucking idiot. You knew that wasn't going to happen. You're just saying that to take the fucking deal. And this is why the Proud Boys are a fucking joke and have been a joke the entire time. Yeah, I think they're just like a group of dudes that were somewhat right wingers or whatever. And they, you know, made a group together that they're like, yo, we're going to show up and protest and do whatever. But I don't think there was some serious uh, terrorist insurrection no. group at all. I think they're just a group of dudes like that were trying to stand up for whatever they believed in, like Trump and the right wing yeah. message or whatever. And they got caught up. And I mean, the media just took advantage of that because they were kind of getting somewhat popular and getting a lot of notoriety. And that was possibly even intentional on the corporate press's part to demonize yeah, these guys, to make them like look like they are some sort of domestic terrorist group, white supremacists or whatever. And even though like there's a decent amount of minorities that were in this group. I know and, that was like the funniest part of it. And I think the corporate press just took advantage of them and made them out to be the worst thing ever. So then it would be a lot easier for like the FBI or the CIA to go after them and bring them down and make it seem like they are this terrorist group. And it, it, people are just okay with that. And a lot of like a lot of the January 6th guys, like they were in solitary confinement. Like they were, I mean, they're treated pretty harshly. I mean, they treat them like they would treat a terrorist, like a, yeah. like an Afghan Al Qaeda or Taliban terrorist um, that, and people, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's just what people are, are they're like, okay with. I mean, fuck, dude. Remember when, remember when uh, Megan McCain on The View, <laughs> she basically said that these people are domestic terrorists and we should treat them the same way we treat Al Qaeda. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, oh my God. <laughs> the way we treated Al Qaeda and, you know, some of those terrorists from Iraq and Afghanistan was we threw them in Guantanamo Bay without charges for 30 years. Yeah. And, and then yeah. there's, turns out there's a significant, uh, number of them that uh, that innocent. if were innocent had no connections with the Taliban well, or Al Qaeda, or yeah, never got a trial. Or even if they did have connection, their connection wasn't significant. It was like they, uh, their brother's cousin was in the a terrorist group, and they just had text messages back and forth. But it was nothing to do with about plotting against America. So if you know, it'd be like if we were DMing some Proud Boys guy, but this guy didn't go up to January 6th, but he and his DMs, he knew people that went to January 6th and were there. Yeah. And then they come after us because somehow we're connected to the Proud Boys terrorist plot of January yeah. 6th. And yeah. it, it's the same bullshit that they use. Yeah, like everybody that listens to the show, basically you guys are the ones that would get thrown in Guantanamo Bay for having a connection to yeah. what they were been on this terrorists. podcast. You are an HVT, like high value target. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you you got a lot of red flags. <laughs> so. um, 
Well, I guess we should, since we're still early in the episode, I just want to re- wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Um, you'll be hearing this after Christmas. Typo and I, we're doing this the Friday or the Thursday before. I'm going to be in Dallas hanging out with my parents. Um, Typo's hanging out with his family in Southern Illinois. Uh, but I hope all of you out there have a good one. We should have a show right after New Year's as well. So um, we're going to try and keep the episodes coming. During this break, we almost didn't do it, but uh, we decided to just for you, just for you. Um, we felt like you guys really were ha- good this year. <laughs> you guys, you guys made it on the, the nice list. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about today. Uh, like most days, I was just going to bullshit. Um, was there anything specific? Because if not, I have an article that... Uh, uh mr booth fucking sent to us uh jason booth our buddy that's always sending us articles that we never use because we're trash and forget about them halfway through the episode yes um i was just gonna say dude that so though those like that militia group or whatever that tried to take over or arrest governor whitmer in michigan oh yeah 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 dude so i knew that the FBI was heavily involved in persuading these militia members to try to overthrow. Yeah, I think all of us knew that. And I knew that (laughs) they were going to trial and there's like six of them. And I knew that, um, you know, I knew that the fucking, so I guess in the trial, the lawyers of these militia dudes were trying to bring in text messages from the FBI to show that, Hey, uh, we were heavily persuaded. Yeah, that they basically gotten trapped and the FBI is trying to block that. But what I didn't know, I, I and I actually did know that the FBI agent, one of the FBI agents that was involved, got in trouble for beating his wife. But what I didn't know was that FBI agent <laughs> that got in trouble beating his wife was the leader of this or in charge of this whole debacle. And mm-hmm. what else I didn't know was when he beat his wife. It was at a swingers party. I did <laughs> at like not a hotel know that. or something like that. I did not know it was at a swingers party. Dude, I don't I okay. I have been I we were in the Marine Corps and I knew like when I moved to Arizona, I think I met like one couple out in Arizona and they're pretty liberal, and you know them too, yep. that were kind of like know swingers. Who you're talking about. Yeah, they were kind of like swingers. Not necessarily, I wouldn't even say swingers necessarily. I think they would just have threesomes sometimes. And they might have been swingers. They might have been swingers. I don't know. They're pretty weird. But, <laughs> I was like, I actually don't know the definition of swingers. So, uh... But the only time I've heard of like swingers, have like actual swingers where like people switch spouses and, and fuck each other's spouse has been people that work for the federal government. I yeah, heard about honestly, it a lot in the Marine Corps. And that's a very good point because I actually don't know anybody besides like hippies in the seventies and everybody else. And most of them were probably fucking fits. It might be, it might be more predominant than I know. And then and a lot of people might keep that shit under the wraps too, but I'm just saying the only time I really hear about it and it's open to the public is federal agents meaning the people in the military anyone that works for the federal government in any way i'm just like why does the federal what does the federal (laughs) government do to people that makes you want to fuck 
another man's wife. Well, you know, let that person fuck (laughs) your wife. Well, it's like, you know, it's like Jared's fucking um, interpretation of what working for the government is like, you know, being in the military is uh, living inside the DMV for the, your whole life or your whole enlistment. And it's like, yo, shit gets boring. Shit gets real boring. So that's true. You you gotta, gotta, and it, and it, and it blends, it blends everything else in your life, you know, like you, yeah. Because like, they want you like, to live in this like, like perfect cookie cookie cutter like mentality. Even, it's like it's like they want you to live inside this gray world where everything's just blah. It's just gray scale, you know. Like there's no color, so you're trying to find some things that bring some color to your life. That's true. That's a very good point, dude. <laughs> I, That's think there, I think it's well. That's I probably it's... why we were so fucking crazy. Like you know, like yeah. why we would just go and wild and out after you know on a 96 or something like that we were just like fuck it let's do whatever and that's why you live so closely to get getting in trouble all the time like you're like i know this could get me in trouble let's see if i can get away with it yeah and you just yeah you just want to like it's like you have to put on this facade and this is probably kind of the same in the corporate world um where you have to put on this facade that you're this person that you're really fucking not that yeah. you're not this person at all, but you put on this facade the whole time. And this might be true, like to an extent in other places too. But like, I feel like since it's the military, maybe the corporate world, they really push it on you. Like you gotta, the only time I've ever had to watch like sexual harassment and racism videos and, and don't kill yourself videos was in the corporate world and the military. And they want you to be like this upstanding citizen in their eyes, but you just don't fit in that. It's like, do you remember, do you remember the book, the, uh, the giver? No, no. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of explained or there's, there's another one called Pleasantville. And um, I've seen the movie Pleasantville. Yeah. The one with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And Toby McGuire. And it's Toby McGuire, isn't it? Maybe it's not Kirsten Dunst, but it's definitely Toby McGuire. I don't remember, I but I but watched anyways, it in history class. <laughs> yeah, we watched it in we watched Pleasantville in history class. And then there's the book The Giver. And it, it talks about like these grayscale like worlds, basically. Everybody's seeing in gray. And it kind of reminds me of what like 1984 is. You know, I picture everything in 1984 as like gray. You know, like you're getting slop on your plate for fucking lunch. Like everything's gray. There's not any color. There's not any beauty. Like everything's just, and that's kind of how, like, that's how I felt about the Marine Corps, but like these things. And then once things start to change, they get color like Pleasantville once. um, I don't remember what it was. They, they like made out or something like that. And then there was some color brought into the movie. And then like, I don't know, it kept going on, but same thing with the giver. Once things like, start to change and what this one person so the giver is like the the he remembers the history of everything kind of thing like that's his job in in the his role in the fucking community that is basically like this crazy authoritarian where everybody gets sent to their job and this kid gets sent to be the new giver and there's only like one giver every generation and he can see everything and he remembers everything from before times which wasn't actually that long before but everything inside this little area anyway. So then he starts like 
seeing color represented and things like that. So it's just like another like crazy thing, but that's how I feel. I feel like once you start and it's like, once you start experiencing extremeness in that sense, outside of that, you you're looking for the things that give color because there's, and you can't just find color in the normal things because the normal things are already grayed out to you. Like, uh, you know, like, like sunsets, they're grayed out from, how shitty your fucking day is it's like i just want to get home you know you don't even get to enjoy the sunset or you're like i'm stuck in fucking traffic and then mm. so then they fucking go out and they you know hey you want to fuck my wife <laughs> yeah Gotta spice i, I want to see up, the color dude. blue <laughs> yeah fuck my wife real quick yeah yeah it's just crazy dude it's just crazy and then then not like it's just insane that you know, they made it, they made it seem like, I remember it being like such a big deal. Like this militia group was going to take over and fucking arrest governor yeah. Whitmer or whatever. And then they made it. And like, but oh, it was like, foiled like, by the FBI. I wonder how it was, it was foiled so early. Yeah. 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 It's because they the, fucking yeah. were planning it. Yeah. The FBI couldn't even, well, Dude, they couldn't even they stop nine 11. <laughs> but then they they the thing is they let in text messages from those guys to the fbi agents but they aren't letting in the text messages from the fbi agents from earlier to those guys and mm-hmm. it's like well that doesn't make any sense like, like what judge like what judge doesn't see well it's kind of like the uh the whole shit with um that's going on in colorado with that guy that fucking the truck driver that got sentenced to like 110 years in prison. And then all the yeah. truck drivers were like, fuck you. And then and another judge came in after his sentencing. And because truck drivers were like, we're not going into Colorado. Um, another judge came in and looked in at the uh, stuff. And it shows like the judge having like basically created the grounds for a mistrial for this dude, because they like, they like, I can't remember what it was. My girlfriend was reading it to me. And they like tainted the trial, like the judge themselves tainted the trial on purpose. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening right now? Why, what was so important about sentencing this guy to, you know, 110 years in prison? Yeah. Like what and was so, imp- what was needed? Why was that needed first off? And so- second off, when like everything goes down, why was it so needed that you had to basically not let in evidence or i don't remember how it was but you basically did some illegal shit according to the law uh, to not let this evidence in or not do something correctly to sentence this guy like i don't get it. yeah i heard so when I, I read a few articles about it and like the family members didn't even want this heavy punishment like they were actually like really? this is not what we wanted there were apparently there was a jury member that cried in the courtroom after they found out the sentencing because they didn't know that this was going to be the sentence when they when they found him guilty they didn't wow. realize they were going to sentence the guy to 110 years in prison and apparently the reason this was such a heavy punishment is because he didn't take the plea deal it's because that he took oh, it to trial oh, oh. that he used his constitutional given right that to take it to trial with the jury of his peers. And that's what led the prosecutors to bring in such heavy punishment. And apparently too, the judge didn't even want to do the sentences 
or this heavy of a sentence, but because it was uh, legislated into law that the prosecutors brought the charges that were brought on, he had his hands tied and under, this is what he said, that he had his hands tied that he didn't have a choice but to give him this sentence because this yeah, is because the they were all Yeah, they all had minimum, minimum sentencing laws. So yeah, so if that's, that's fucking wild. True. See, and that's the other yeah. that's the other thing is like the whole minimum sense. I mean, that's a Joe Biden fucking tried and true fucking. Yep, you he know, champion that shit. Yeah, he championed that shit, and it it's just like, and fuck Colorado went without some shit this fucking last week. I think trucks finally started going into it again, but like they the truckers were pissed because they were like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. I get yeah. the whole like I get. I get, I get sensing time. I understand. I understand people died, but then it came out like the people that actually died weren't actually hit by his truck. They were hit by other cars, hitting their cars from him hitting there. And so it was like, like there was some other circumstances and shit like that. And I don't know. I I didn't understand the sentencing whatsoever. And then on top of that, like you just feel bad for the guy. He was like, Bro, my fucking brakes went out. I'm a brand new driver. Like, I don't fucking know what you yeah, want. No, me. no liability apparently was given on to the company or the people that supplied him the truck or whatever. Like, so I'm not, I'm not, it's not even a complete, I don't really, I don't know the full circumstances. Neither do maybe I. This, I didn't maybe look into this, it super close. Maybe this man could have done more to prevent this serious accident, mm-hmm. but it, but it just seems like there was uh, a lot of, like the whole entire blame for the entire scene and the entire accident was on this one man. And it was something that was kind of out of his control. And then, and I don't know, maybe I don't really exactly know. Maybe this guy deserves to pay retribution to the family. I mean, yeah, six people died. It's a very serious thing. And I, I'm not saying that there's no guilt on him at all, but the fact that it's just all on him, there is no remorse that the fact that this is kind of, almost like an act of God in this, in the sense that it's out of his control. And in, in a lot of ways, you can't, you yeah. can't just necessarily control that your brakes go out. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a whole lot of pre-checks and stuff like that. And that's probably where you could have caught it. But I like, fuck dude, some of these companies, like I, I was driving on an engine right for the last like year, almost that like had a shoddy engine and needed a brand new fucking engine. Mm-hmm. driving on it for a year billion dollar organization and it's like yeah this guy brand new you think he's gonna say something like hey my or even if he did say something you think they're gonna take him seriously my brakes are really loose or like they're not clamping down as well like can you check them out it's like bro go do your fucking job like stop getting on my case about your fucking brakes do they break he's like yeah they break but like they're not breaking very well and then they fucking go out like, yeah, I, I, you see it all the time. It's the same shit in the Marine Corps. It's the same yeah. shit corporations. And that's why I, I have no remorse for corporations at all. Like uh, at this point in time, like they're no different, in my opinion, than the United States military. The only difference is they don't house you. And there's some cor- corporations that do. Um, but like, you know, for the most part, you get to have your free time outside of work and you get PTO and shit like that. And some retirement opportunities that are better than you know, military, but how they're ran and the personnel that are in them. I mean, the people that get rewarded, like it's generally very similar. And that's one thing yeah. that kills me right now 
uh, working for one that I do because it's different, but it's the same at the same time. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, these, I mean, these major corporations are just, I mean, I mean, I'm a, you know, we're fucking libertarians. I, I think these corporations wouldn't be doing the shit that they're doing if we didn't have politics poisoning them. I think a lot of these corporations would be a lot better. I mean, I don't think I, I honestly like I don't believe that Mark Zuckerberg and in, in his in his intent to create Facebook. I don't think he was a bad guy at first. I don't no. think he created Facebook to take make a metaverse and take over the world and to censor a bunch of right wing uh, outline fringe political ideologies. I don't think no. that at all. This guy was brought to Congress and basically threatened by the United States government. Like, hey, this is your fault that Hillary Clinton lost the election. Like, you better <laughs> fucking do something about this. And and then, uh, like, don't get me wrong, he's definitely guilty of on accounts of going along with it and being, you know, implementing like all these crazy shit on his own platform and what and, and the things that he is responsible for. But if the government was never there, these uh, uh, incentives that this man has to go along with this corrupt ass government would not be there. And I don't think yeah. it would be this bad or like Twitter, the same thing, or even Amazon. I mean, you know, I don't think these like he, the Amazon dude, uh, what's it, Jeff Bezos, he started a online book selling company. That's what it started off. Yeah. I don't think there was evil intentions in selling an online book company. And but Amazon became what it became. I think these people just realize. Well, we got to go along to play along and you can get heavily rewarded, heavily rewarded yeah. if you play along with what the government wants you to do. And they just go into it. They buy into it and they don't care because they're getting a shit ton of money because they're all these like corporate bailouts. They don't have to pay as much tax taxes, all this shit. And like, I, I don't know if I started some fucking bullshit online book selling company. <laughs> And then all of a sudden the government's like, hey, you're going to do this. We're going to shut down your company. Oh, but we'll give you billions of dollars. I'm like, well. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, we're fucking well, human that's, beings. That's kind of why I respect like Elon Musk. Like there's a lot of fucking shit in, in the libertarian sphere about Elon Musk. They're like, he still takes government subsidies and shit like that. And it's like, bro, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm... I take any fucking money the government gives me <laughs> like you fucking what do you mean? I'll take as much money as possible from anybody. But the thing is, he kind of sticks to his guns and still calls them out like him yeah. murdering Elizabeth Warren this last week was fucking <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That was, was great. like that was awesome. It was awesome. And, you know, you can have whatever feelings you're about him about him. And, you know, there's definitely ideology there that I don't agree with whatsoever. But but. He's saying how to do it, take all their money and still call them out on their bullshit. Like, why not? Because yeah, and you can obviously get away with it. And he's the richest fucking African-American man in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. But even if even if you disagree, like, sure, maybe you don't agree with Elon, maybe you don't trust Elon, whatever. It's in my opinion, it's still an amazing thing to watch literally the richest man in the world openly uh insulting question. and question the authority of the united the most powerful government in the entire world even yeah. if you see even if you see them as both evil entities it's still better to have tyrannical entities fighting each other and disagreeing with each other in open public forum than it is for them to be 
behind the buddy, back, buddy. shady buddy buddy. And yeah, I don't, and I think that I think that's a lot and, better. And what than... he pointed out with the whole Elizabeth Warren thing was fucking phenomenal. He was literally like, "Yeah, I could pay this amount in taxes. Uh, maybe if I pay this amount in taxes, you guys won't spend it all." Oh, you already did. And it was like he's, it's like that's a big thing. Like that's a big thing. He's like, even if I paid. Everything that I have, even if I gave you all my money, he t- he t- he's talked about it multiple times. He's like, if you cleaned out all the billionaires in the United States, clean them all out, like even all of their offshore holdings, everything you clean them all out. We still wouldn't have made a dent in the in the deficit. Yeah. I mean, he even called it, I think, the World Economic Forum, I think yeah. it was where he was like, I'll, you tell me how much money it is to end world hunger and I'll give it to you. You give me I'll a well solid solid plan that you know what transparency on where the money goes and transparency and nothing they didn't reply at all because that's and that's valuable because there's uh, i can't do that i can't be like all right he can back that (laughs) statement up and that's the thing he did he called him out and that's why like that's why it's impressive regardless of what you think of his politics or whatever else like i don't really give a shit but the impressive thing is that He's calling out the people, some of the people that we fucking can't stand. World Economic Forum being like a number one fucking horrid piece of shit organization. Um, and he's like, I'll give you the fucking money. Tell me how you're going to solve it. And I want transparency on where every dollar goes. And it was silent. It was silent because no other billionaire is doing that. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. other billionaire is arguing from the standpoint of like, no, it's my money. Like, I'm going to keep my money. And he's like, I'll give it to you. Fine. You know what? I'll give it to you. Like, it's, it's definitely reminiscent of a guy that's just like, fuck you. Let's see it. Like, show yeah. me. Like, he's calling their bluff now. He's like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be like, that's kind of how I see it. And that's why it's impressive. And regardless of what you think of it, like, I'm going to retweet that shit and fucking eat it up and post it on Instagram because I think it's goddamn hilarious, first off, because it's literally the most, the richest person in the fucking world or no, just richest person is he the richest person in the world or is he the richest in the united states well he's the richest known person in the world some people might say say it's putin or saudi arabia the prince princes and king in saudi arabia but whatever whatever you think i think he's like openly a forbes number one richest person in the world And but or yeah, or just going against gives him run for going money. against the most powerful government in the history of the world. So, like, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, impressive. And, yeah, and I I mean I'm gonna simp more for billionaires. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, like you know, like Jack Dorsey, whatever you think of him, I don't. You know, kind of weird dude, and I think I think he uh, kind of sucks at running a social media site, and but he's yeah. walking away from it. And Twitter's probably going to get worse because the other guy taking over seems a little, a little bit more radically left. Worse. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, like, whatever you think, he's like retweeting Rothbard. He's uh, pushing hardcore on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And even if you think and, and it might all be for personal gain, like, you know, but like, his per- honestly, that, his personal gain on, gain on those two things benefits us regardless. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. That's the thing. And like, you would think that like, you know, more billionaires might be more persuaded toward the anarcho-capitalist perspective. 
because you're they're not robbing the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. not, you don't have the biggest uh, mafia organization just taking your money all the time and yeah. or threatening you. And I'm not and and it looks like that whatever you think this dude has millions literally millions of people that watch him constantly and he's sharing like rothbard like anatomy of the state he's pushing on bitcoin really hard and that's i think those are two really i, I well i like rothbard and i like bitcoin, I like bitcoin. So, <laughs> so it's like my agenda is being pushed from this guy regardless of what i think about him it's fucking valuable and i think you know i think i think people should give praise when praise is needed like if if yeah. a fucking shitty shitty politician actually like you know actually i don't know tries to abolish what is it called the forfeit aperture from for the police i don't care if it's fucking aoc or ron paul that's doing yeah. it i'm gonna be like yeah good well fucking it's like just talking about fucking biden like ending the war in afghanistan it's like yeah needed to be done it needed to be done was it done well absolutely not was it done to leave a door open? Probably. That's why we talked about it the way we did. But it still needed to be done. Still mm-hmm. needed to be done. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, the thing with Jack Dorsey is like, Jack Dorsey, I, I don't know. The, I think the further he gets away from Twitter, the further he gets away from being the crazy Jack Dorsey that we always talk about on Twitter. You know, mm-hmm. like I think the more he goes back into probably left leaning libertarian. Like that's kind of the, the stance that he seems to be close to, but fuck when it comes to economics, it seems like he likes the Rothbard position. And if you get Jack Dorsey, the prior CEO and creator of Twitter or five years removed from being that, and he's sitting there tweeting out Rothbard tweets for, you know, millions of people to see changes the game a little bit. Yeah, it really, it really does. I, I don't know. I think there's, you know, people, I think people in all different levels of social class and wealth. And I think a lot of people are becoming much more radicalized. And I mean, it's, that is a lot better than, you know, the fucking woke agenda that's being pushed in most of yeah. these fucking corporations where, or, yeah. or the fucking air force that's getting ready to vote on what yeah. emblem to change it to. And it's both like woke fucking garbage like just yeah i know I, like it was like a equality, rainbow flag on a what plane did it say? E- equality die die diversity and i don't remember what the last word is but Dude. it was fucking stupid it was fucking yeah. stupid we we we're gonna have diversity in our ranks and we're gonna diversify our targets so yeah yeah right <laughs> more different shades of brown different shades of brown this year um what what was that article though that yeah Jason so said? this this article is grandmother who violated mask mandate to spend Christmas behind bars and it's uh it was written by Breitbart on December 19th 2021 and this is what it says it says an Irish grandmother who violated the nation's mask mandate is to spend Christmas behind bars after being sentenced to a year in prison Margaret Budemeyer god damn it god damn it Margaret <laughs> Fucking Buttermer, Buttermer, oh my God. A 66-year-old grandmother will spend this Christmas behind bars after being sentenced to one year in prison for violating Ireland's mask mandate with six months of the sentence being suspended. 
The grandmother was initially imprisoned last week after breaching her bail terms by going Christmas shopping. <laughs> God, oh my God, dude. Uh, having been ordered to stay away from stores. In Ireland, to a report, <laughs> According to a report by the Irish Examiner, Buttermer was sentenced after being found guilty of not wearing a mask in a restaurant. So she was originally found guilty, or she was originally uh, arrested for not wearing a mask in a restaurant. And then on her, <laughs> after her bail turn, after posting bail, and getting out, she was told that she can't go into public, basically, I'm guessing. And she decided to go Christmas shopping instead. Um, according to a report by the Irish Examiner. Uh, oh, wait, I already read that part. The judge presiding over the case made reference to what he called the grandmother's absurd selfishness and willful disregard of others. He also refused to hand down community service to the woman claiming that it would be contradictory contradictory to do so as she was engaging in persistent community disservice. <laughs> the 66-year-old now has multiple convictions for breaching public health guidelines, having been jailed twice for her actions. Buttermer had no previous convictions prior to the pandemic, according to the Irish Independent. The wearing of face mask coverings in shops, restaurants, and public transport has been mandatory in Ireland since last year, with the country having yet to relax the measures since their initial implementation. A COVID passport system similar to the controversial 2G rule in Germany has also been in place since last summer. Under the regime, only those who are fully vaccinated against the Chinese coronavirus, I love that we can call it the Chinese coronavirus now, uh, or have recovered from the disease are allowed access to indoor dining in bars and restaurants, as well as gym facilities. The passes are also a legal requirement in order to visit nursing homes within the country. Unlike many other European countries, the requirement to show proof of vaccination cannot be bypassed using proof of a negative COVID test. A number of Irish politicians have questioned why the practice of excluding unvaccinated individuals from wide variety of services hasn't been further expanded to the likes of supermarkets and public transport. If you want to participate in society, you need to be vaccinated, said one ruling party politician, saying that those who wish to refuse the vaccine could just stay home. You're putting the rest of us at risk and you're putting the economy at risk, Senator Gary Horkin alleged. Yeah, fuck these people. Yeah, so uh, it's time to bring back the uh, IRA and uh, it's time to start, um, you know, being a terrorist in Ireland. Uh, <laughs> we, need a, we need a regime change in terrorist CIA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're funding the wrong we're ones, guys. We're supporting this regime change. <laughs> oh my god, dude, dude, that's, that's fucking wild. crazy. That can't that's believe wild. a sixty-six-year-old like grandma for not wearing a mask and for busting not, I guess, not posting bail and Christmas shopping. God yeah. forbid, not following the terms of her bail agreement fucking god forbid dude she was engaging in persistent community disservice for going shopping um without a mask yeah man there's a lot of countries in europe where this shit is insane it's like yeah. way worse than he, like i mean i'm sure there's i'm sure like new york city uh some cities here in america Pretty bad. Um, I'm sure they're sure. Yeah, they're getting pretty bad, but it's still pretty bad. 
Chicago's about to implement their vaccine mandate January third. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, talk it, about like, the the Lightwood. Oh, didn't OSHA fucking didn't the sixth court uh, dissolve the stay that the fifth court fifth circuit court put in place on OSHA's? I'm pretty sure that happened over this week know. too. And uh, now it's going to be implemented January 10th. So we'll see how that goes with my job after me arguing with HR all week last week about uh, not (laughs) saying one way or the other if I'm vaccinated or non-vaccinated. Yeah, blue cities are going to bite me in the ass. Worse. I mean, New York City definitely soon. You know why? Yeah, New York City definitely. (laughs) um, Well, they kind of they're kind of the front runner for this fucking mandate madness oh yeah now you're you're starting to see like other cities start to fall like san francisco la uh boston's gonna implement one in march um there's some other cities too yeah in march it's so serious why isn't it like i understand the ones that are saying january but i even then i don't understand why isn't it in effect today if it's that dangerous if it's that dangerous why are we waiting why are we fucking waiting dude did you see what Lori Lightfoot's Facebook post said no I didn't read it I couldn't I couldn't read it I'll say this I'm gonna read read it but at least she was fucking honest she's a lot more honest than any other tyrant she's a tyrant but she's a fucking honest tyrant (laughs) so respect she said yeah honest tyrants dude they 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 get a quick one if you know what I mean anyways uh, we didn't want it to get to this point, we, but given the situation we find ourselves in, we have no choice. Beginning January 3rd, you must show proof you are fully vaxxed to enter bars, restaurants, fitness centers, and entertainment rec- recreational venues where food and drink are served. Hospitalizations in the city are at their highest since our surge last winter. Oh, winters, the surges go up. No fucking shit. Deaths are at the highest rate than we have ever seen in months have seen in months on top of all this we can expect a post holiday surge in cases this order will remain in effect until the city deems that the threat of covid-19 to public health has diminished significantly to put it simply if you have been living vaccine free your time is up if you wish to live life as with the ease uh, to do the things you love, you must be vaxxed. This health order may pose an inconvenience to the unvaccinated. And in fact, it is an inconvenience by design. Wow. At least she's fucking honest. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe she said that openly. Like that's like, it's not like, it's an inconvenience by design. Holy shit, dude. These people are way too comfortable in their positions of power. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, what's the... Like, we talk about discrimination and all that, like, shit. Like, oh, that's yeah, what they dude. talk about all the time. And it's like, at what point can there... What At what point is... At what point... I mean, obviously, I'm going to fucking keep repeating myself. At what point... At what point... Um, how is it? How does it go with their fuck? I can't even think the problem. This is my problem with Democrats. And this is why I fucking hate them. And I always rail against them and so easy to rail against Republicans. But obviously, Democrats are the ones that I grew up with. And it's like and they think 
their moral high ground is so fucking high. And then they do the exact same shit that they tell every, say everybody else is doing to everybody else. And then they do it and they say they do it and they're doing it for the right reasons. And it's like, it's either discrimination is bad. You know, it's either discrimination is bad and it's bad no matter who does it. Like that's basically the only position that you can hold. Like you can, I mean, it's discrimination. I guess, you could is- hold, I guess you could hold the the. I guess it would still be correct if you if you discriminate people from your life. That's that's completely fine. But as a whole, if the United States government, being the ones that they are in power, they have authority over people. You know, like let's say that we're all in agreement that that is okay. You know, under that guise, that's basically what they operate under, right? That the people agree to let the United States being the governing body. So if that is correct, then that means no matter who is in power in the United States, no matter what party it is, what specific person it is, it's automatically bad for them to discriminate against any person for any reason. Like that's what it would be. Obviously, yes, we believe that you can discriminate in your own personal life individually in business owners or whatever. You know, we believe that. But I'm saying if we even if we believed in their ideology on what they believe the United States government is, discrimination from the higher authority that controls everything down would be bad. Any kind of discrimination, regardless of what it is. And then they go and discriminate like constantly and they yell at you. That you're being discrim, you're 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 racist and you're discriminatory yep. and you're prejudiced, and then they discriminate against you for doing the like they're supposed to be the like the bigger man, you know, like the one that does the right thing even though it's not going to benefit them because that's the precedent that they're supposed to be setting, mm-hmm. and then they and then they don't, and then they 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 just play the underhand game constantly. I mean, we know this, but it just doesn't like the mental gymnastics that they take to do these things is just Mm -hmm. so wild to me. Just wild. The way that they, they uh, justify their edicts is just, I mean, it logically, it makes no sense. And I think a lot of even normal, regular people can look at this and be like, this is bullshit. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's crazy too, because, you know, I mean, we talked about this before, but it's like, they're okay with discriminating against the unvaccinated because they feel like they're a public health crisis, but publicly, at least publicly, they're not okay with discrimination against race. But the fucking problem is, is there's a significant portion of minorities that don't want to get this vaccine that will not get vaccinated and like it or not, there's a lot more minorities in cities and they're not vaccinated. So by automatically, this is going to discriminate against race and they, but they don't, I, th- I think this is where like publicly they'll say like they're not against discriminating on race, but really they just don't fucking care. They it's do just, it's not just, care. It's discriminating, discriminating upon race with extra steps. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. literally that's what they're doing. They're yes. they literally just picked. All right. You picked one of the only things that you could pick. You picked one of the only things that you could pick that a lot of people of minorities, like in minority races, especially black, will not do. Like they will not trust you. Like you picked one of the only things to discriminate against besides race. 
that directly affects them to the point that they're like, yeah, I'm not doing that either because we've seen this happen to our community multiple fucking times from you guys. And it usually fucks us over. So we're not going to do it. So they just literally put in place extra steps to call it something different for them to discriminate people of race, like Mm -hmm. being black, because generally they're the ones they're the highest on unvaccinated population. Yeah. And besides like trade school whites, (laughs) You know, it's like, it's weird too, man, because like when I talk to like, uh, I guess more right wing people, they're kind of like, maybe even some of them got the vaccine, but they're against the mandate. They're like, this is insane. I don't think anyone should yeah. be forced to do it. And there will be some people that are legitimately upset. Like they can't do this. I don't understand how they're getting away with it. And it's like, bro, like, I know, I know you're holding on to like that constitution I know you're holding on to like there's limits of where they can go. But I was like, dude, that was out the window a long time ago. Yeah. And like, well, and that's the thing. Like they, they, like everybody kind of has this general idea of where the limit of the United States government power is. Like there's kind of like very clear cut cases where it's like, all right, you know, the civil rights act. And yeah, like like there was, there's certain things for now that they can't cross. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was like, like, that was a gross over like arching power. Like they've, they severely passed, you know, or like, um, like I'm trying to think of something more free, free, free speech is generally overall pretty, pretty much protected in this country. I mean, yeah. I'm not completely, there's definitely completely. some cases, yeah, yeah, but, but it's pretty good substantial law in place that like you, like we can say a lot more here than we can, yeah, you say. can say. You can say quite a fucking bit, but everybody kind of has like the feeling, like what they would, like, I was trying to think of like times in our history where it was like, Oh, the government might've overreached there. It's kind of like, uh, like, um, the Patriot Act, like there was a lot of people that were like, mm, that feels wrong. Like, you know, they could feel that that feels wrong. It's getting weird. <laughs> and but it's still passed. But people were like, that feels wrong. Like there's like a general feeling of when and when people when majority of the population gets that 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 not warm and fuzzy about uh, the power that is being used. Uh, it, it generally was already way past that point, like 10 years. prior. like, yeah, <laughs> like they had already done it. They already did the thing that was past their actual power. And now it's just like where the general feeling of power is, there's a pushback. But they already overextended themselves from where the actual where their actual limit was. Like if their limit was between mm-hmm. one and negative one, they were already at negative three. And everybody thinks negative 10 is where the limit is. And it's like, no, they passed it like a while ago. Like they, mm-hmm. they were it was a fucking minute ago. Uh, that they passed it. Now you guys just think that they might be passing it now, but they uh, they actually passed it going like 95 in a 35 zone, um, 25 miles back. Like you guys, like you're fucking missing the point. And yeah, like this, like it, it's like, oh, they can't do COVID mandates. And it's like, bitch, they can't fucking lock us down for two weeks. What do you yeah. mean? Like you, you can't uh, vaccine mandates. Like we're talking a year, almost a year and a half later when the first vaccine started coming out and vaccine mandate talks started coming out. And you want to talk about how they can't do this? Like you dumb bitches, you let it happen. Uh, the whole, the mask mandates was over their limit. Like they can't do that. I'm not saying that it's good or, 
Like it was wrong. Of, I, I'm not saying that wearing a mask is good or bad. Like that's not even my argument at this point in time. Like it's saying that the government imposing that is past their limit. Like if the constitution was in any way truthful or, you know, like in any way had any power over these people. Yeah, dude. And, you know, I, I even, you know, I still, I still kind of hold on to this, but like when you start fucking with people's kids, that's when shit gets a little bit more serious. Well, they're making the, they're making the vaccine mandate for kids, for kids. And so I, I know someone that works in a public school and I didn't realize that this was going on. I had never even heard of this, but apparently here in Illinois, in the public schools that they, to help stop the spread of COVID, they break the groups up of kids that go into the lunchroom. So like, there's not as many kids in the lunchroom. Yeah. And, um, uh, so what they do is now is they've limit limited even more the amount of time that kids have to eat. Nice. And yeah. apparently kids have six minutes to eat their lunch. Wow. Apparently that if the kids start talking to each other during lunch, they get in trouble because this is not a time to talk. This is time, to, time eat. to eat. You eat and you can talk outside at recess or wherever the fuck they go to for after eating. And I was like, wait, I was like, no, like they don't do that. And the person was like, yeah, that's been going on since the beginning of the school year. Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Dude, they give prisoners well, at the prison in my town more time to eat than they give the fucking oh, yeah. kids here. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. well, and the, it's like, it's like the uh, pictures coming out of fucking LA County of like school administrators sitting there taking pictures with kids and they're all in masks and all the administrators have no fucking masks on mm-hmm. and, or, uh, or uh, the LA, I think it was another LA County school that fucking, um vaccinated two kids without their parents consent and they bribed the kids with pizza like that wow. fucking happened like that yeah. fucking happened and they were it was a it was a hispanic mom she was the one being interviewed and she was like i i wasn't ready to get him vaccinated i didn't i was trying to figure out what it does to young men and um you know i i wasn't ready to get him vac- vaccinated um and she ended up, you know, like she found out and she got back. Vac- he got vaccinated both times before she found out because and the and the person that was vaccinating him told him not to tell his mom. Oh, that he was getting vaccinated him. and it was at the school during school hours. And it's like, yeah, that's going to happen more and more fucking guess what your kids are going to do it because your kids are going to be told from two different authorities you and the school and they're with one a lot more than they're with the other they might love one more but they're with one more than they're with the other so guess what instead of getting shit on constantly by their teachers by other students that are fucking teachers fucking pets and this that or the other they're going to just fucking do it. There's going to be a lot of kids that just fucking do it without no matter how liberty minded you are, because they're just going to be like, fuck, it didn't kill my friends. They're still all right. Like, I'm just going to do it because I'm young enough. It's whatever. I can make my own decisions and I'm tired of getting shit on by everybody. 
Yeah, dude. I'll, I'm going to live in a fucking one-bedroom apartment broke as shit if I had a kid because I'm not sending them I'm not sending them to a public school, dude. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll be broke yeah. as fuck before I send them to a goddamn public school. Yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta find... Yeah, that's... That's my goal. Wherever I move, I got to figure out where the, cause I'm not, I, I don't think I could teach them. I can barely fucking read. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Like, gonna... You got you to gotta teach them second grade level math. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, dude, the man. times tables, fuck that. <laughs> you don't need um, no fractions. <laughs> I never used a fraction a day in my life. <laughs> Bing bong. Um, but government no, like bad <laughs> every day, <laughs> right? Government bad 50,000 times. You don't fucking um, trust the government. I just have a chalkboard for no reason, just to make him write it on the chalkboard. I didn't even write on a chalkboard when I grew up, like, <laughs> had whiteboards. but like, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I gotta, you gotta find like the private school that fucking gives them like because i'm not very religious and so it's going to be hard to find a private school that's not like you have to go to fucking church in the morning i don't really care i just don't need them i don't i don't think it's important i don't think it's important i'm going to get a lot of people that fucking hate me for that but i don't care i i don't think it's i don't think it's bad i believe that you can have your religion but i don't really want my school teaching the religion i want them to find religion on their own i don't think they need to be fucking taught it by another school like, just go fucking learn your ABCs. I don't need them to be like, fucking G is for God and D the, is for the devil. The like, I ABCs <laughs> is, uh, is propaganda. I'm not teaching yeah. that shit, dude. I want them to learn like fucking four different languages and, you know, to be able to do like high functioning problem solving. And then they can go on and do whatever the fuck they want in life and translate the goddamn Torah into 17 different languages. I don't give a shit. They can they're gonna religion all they want. They're gonna have a job by eight, or they're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like I just, I like it, it's hard to find private schools that. I think it's kind of hard right now to find private schools that aren't like super religious. And fuck, dude, half the people at religious private schools, believe me, I almost went to one. Half those fucking parents, y'all are fucking psychopaths. Like I don't want that fucking weird ass housewives of Atlanta fucking. Or housewives of DC fucking private school shit in my kids' you gotta, life. You gotta y'all are fucking weird. I'm gonna send them to the same school as like the elites, dude. Make friends with them so I don't know. I don't know. So I don't then really when we have tar a plan and them, we know their address. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, you know, I don't know. But that's the thing where it's like you gotta you gotta find like the school. You know, I don't yeah, I, find I don't know what they're fits. I don't know what they're called. I don't know the exact term for them, but I know there's Shit. like homeschool. Oh, dude, you look, <laughs> you look so weird. You can see my teeth though. Anyone seeing this like video? Nick. You. <laughs> but there's like homes. I, I, I don't, I can't remember what they're called, but, and probably some people are going to annoy that. I don't know this, but they're like basically communities that have like homeschooled systems set up to where it's like a community. Yeah, It's of like the, the co-ops. Families. Like the, yeah. The co-ops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I feel like that's more of a a rural area thing. Like, it's not really a city thing. And I'm not gonna like. I know I'm not gonna be in like a super rural area. Like, I'm gonna end up on the outskirts of Dallas, or I'm gonna end up on the outskirts of fucking Atlanta, or something like that. You know, like I'm not gonna be fucking 
out in the sticks in Montana. Like, I just know that's not going to be in the cards for me unless, you know, I don't know, something major happens. Uncle, Uncle Ted did it, dude. All right. I know. I wish, you know, if I was single and um, hated my life more than I do, uh, then yeah, I'd probably be uncle Ted and I'd just be living it up in the fucking mountains. But, um, I enjoy my life and I enjoy having the girlfriend that I do. So, uh, I'm not going to be able to live out in the middle uncle of Ted nowhere. Uncle Ted had a wife. Uncle Ted I, had a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but my, my girlfriend at the, right now, she is not <laughs> going to live out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. You start writing a manifesto. She's going to get pissed, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. She's going to be super fucking pissed. She's like, you can't read, but you can write this bullshit. What the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, you're not gonna get me fucking caught up on some fucking, you know, Hispanic plans to terrorize the United States because she's gonna get caught with the manifesto. <laughs> be like, sorry, it wasn't me. I'm white. <laughs> but no, nah, dude. So like, I I don't know. The whole thing is, it's it's just one of those things, like where there's a lot of people in our movement that are like super homeschool. And, you know, I would love to do that. I just don't think I'm smart enough to do it. Um, and my girlfriend won't do it. And I don't blame her. She fucking has to work with kids right now anyways, on a daily basis. And, uh, she works. All right. So this is how much she like is not a fan of kids right now. She wants to work in a morgue. he's like you know what fuck kids i'm gonna go work with dead people because i don't well yeah they stop talking but you know it's just one of those things yeah i think dealing with other people's kids is one thing i think i think maybe the mentality changes a lot when you have your own but yeah i think i think that i think that's what's like honestly it is really annoying because you know when you're dealing with other people's kids they don't have the same values as you that or the discipline or whatever you would instill you would think you would want to instill in your kids and other people's kids are annoying they're <laughs> sometimes yeah, dude, they are. <laughs> but, those uh, kids yeah. uh, grow up so, and vote dude yeah <laughs> yeah right like that's the i mean the biggest thing is trying to form a community like first it's fucking hard as shit trying to form a community in 2021 is super difficult. It really is. Like people act like it's super easy. You just go out and buy land and people will move there. And for some aspects, that's true. But at the same time, and to get everybody to agree on shit, it's super difficult. Look at the fucking libertarian world right now. You got a, you got shit going on on Twitter. And Twitter is, I get it. It's fucking Twitter. But like at the same time, there's always fucking drama. There's always drama because people are fucking people and they let their emotions rule everything. People are upset with Dave Smith fucking talking about how you're still responsible for yourself even when you're drunk. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. And don't get me wrong. I understand the whole fucking shit about rape when you get a girl to black out and then you rape her basically because that's what you there's a lot of people that do that but they're blacked out and that's when they do it but i think you can understand when there's a girl that just regrets the next morning who they slept with because they made a bad decision that has nothing to do with being raped they decided to but the same can be said for the man they just don't regret it the same way women do so it's like if neither of them can consent then both can bring up charges like it these people don't make any sense 
these people don't make any sense and they're saying that they can't consent like one way yeah. or the, like drunk like they're like women can't consent because they're drunk and it's like well the man was drunk too then i was born out of an unconsensual yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly dude. i i didn't want to be <laughs> fucking alive yeah dude like and so, if like both, i can, if I can my sue parents my parents sex, for if both my parents were drunk who raped who dude yeah i'm gonna have to ask him <laughs> should ask your dad on the show we should bring him on and ask him like that's the first yeah. question we i don't i don't even know if they were drunk i just always tell them they probably were because i was out I of mean, the way you came, well and just because the way you came out like <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just a i don't know the whole thing is is like it's it's difficult to get a community together even libertarians because you disagree on people disagree on fucking nuanced stuff, very nuanced stuff that you can have differing opinions about. People won't start a community with me just because I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about your God. I don't say that he's not real. I just don't give a shit about it. I'm not going to go to your fucking church with you. People won't. And I will be, we'll believe in everything else to the same, everything else the same. I will do the same things that they're, the God fearing people do, you know, basically the 10 commandments, because I think they're generally good rules to live by, but they, you won't, they won't start a community with you. And they think you're a bad person because you don't believe in God. And it's like, all right, cool, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'll go find a dude that believes in God and that is, you know, generally chill and doesn't give a shit that I don't care one way or the other, if there is a God or not. Guess you just what? gotta start your start your own uh start your own curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> Government bad, God, we don't care. <laughs> start your own we curriculum. Don't care. Start <laughs> your own homeschool curriculum. I can't okay? read. How am I gonna make my own fucking <laughs> home homeschool curriculum? I can write. I, I forgot. I can write. I just can't fucking read. I'm not. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. What do you do when you're uneducated? How do you educate your children? <laughs> I don't know. Ask uh, ask Alabama. They've been doing it for years. Hey, yo. They might know, dude. They might know. Dude. <laughs> dude, did you think, do you think, do you think that the, like, Biden's going to implement a fucking countrywide mandate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like, coming within... I'm surprised because he was supposed to talk yesterday. I didn't hear what he said, but I thought it was coming yesterday. He basically so. said that this Omicron is going to be bad and you should get vaccinated. And and then a bunch of like Fauci's and then we're basically saying like, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to die. And yeah. well, don't, that's what the, don't spend Christmas with them. Well, that's what the press briefing was about. The one that I shared and then we shared it on our page where they were like, if you don't get if you're unvaccinated this winter, you're going to get really sick and die. And it's like, oh, fucking don't try me with a good time. Like, let's it's go. Like, okay, like, okay, dude. It's yeah. just like, I can't even like. You've been, you've been telling me that for two years. When do you think yeah. I'm going to start believing you, you dumb fucks? I can't even like take it seriously anymore. It's like so, so surreal that they're even saying that. And so confidently. And just well, how they're and so At the same confident. time, it's like. It's like there's people right now, and I am one of them, that it's like, okay, and like I hope I do. Like, 
fuck you. Like, I don't care. I would rather, I would rather die. I would rather die. There's a lot of people that are saying that and they don't really believe it. I, I don't, I wouldn't rather die, but like at the same time, it's like, let fucking bet. Let's see. Let's see. You've been telling me this for two years. Let's fucking find out. Yeah. Fuck around I don't and find know. out. Let's go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he can get a, like, I mean, I feel like there'll be a significant amount of States that are like, nah, like we're not doing that. I wouldn't, I don't know if it's significant. I'll say there. Yeah, be I was going to say, I don't know if it's going to be a significant, a I think decent. it's going to be the five to seven that have been doing it the entire time. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, they, uh, do it, they do it in varying degrees. So like Texas and Florida are generally the better at it. Um, they've been generally the best at it. And then Arizona is like in the third or fourth slot. Um, Alabama, Mississippi, nobody really cares. <laughs> Louisiana, yeah, I'm sure there's more I have states no too. fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's more states that are like openly defying it or defying. I mean, there was like, I mean, I don't know how many, what was it? Like set, like somewhere in the teens, maybe even in the twenties. I'm going to states that were like suing the federal government. Like, yeah, we're not doing this. And yeah, I just don't know what I think, suing them is going to do. Like, I understand. Oh, I don't know like either. The le- legal know way either. to do things, but like, I just don't understand what what suing these people is are going to do. Well, I think yeah, and I think this is like I think this is kind of where we're going to see like a little bit of nullification kind of come back. Like, not maybe not as drastic as we'd like to see it, but we, I mean, you're already seeing like sm- like a small city in fucking California that, that was like. We're not doing that. Yeah, we're a constitutional republic. Yeah, but yeah. I think they're still they they we gotta we gotta find out more about them because like I don't think it's to the extent that we think it is. Like I really don't. I don't believe that they're like this one little section where there nobody's wearing masks and vaccine mandates are coming down by the companies. Like uh, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is that way, but I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me just because, like, like here, here in Illinois. I mean, we have Chicago's going fucking tyrannical. If you go to anywhere close to like a decently yeah, but sized, you got to remember city. how California is. Like that, that place is like in the middle of the metropolitan area of Los Angeles. Like it's not like out in the sticks where you are. It's like sure, yeah. literally part of the city of LA. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I think, I think that's going to happen a lot too, where it's going to be like, yeah, you pass that law and then secretly under the cover, like these small counties that aren't very heavily populated and be like, yeah, we're just not doing that. We're not. Doing and we're, that. They're not yeah. going to, they're not going to be openly defiant. Like they're not going to be like, yeah. Announcing it to the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're not going to announce to the world. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. I think it's going to be kind of like my town where the, like, the businesses here kind of call the mayor like, Hey, do we have to enforce this? And the mayor's like, eh, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, exactly. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think, I mean, that's how, I mean, well, we've talked about this constantly where it's the uh, civil and disobedience that, is the, yeah, like, maybe that's I better. Think the only way to get out of it. Yeah. I think it is because then people are going to go like, we're going to be it. <laughs> Next year, we're going to be into this thing three fucking years. It's going to be three years of this bullshit. And there's going to be somebody from fucking, you know, SoCal that goes and visits, you know, their 
new lovers fucking family that's back in the fucking plains or in the great plains and they're going to go to their city and they're going to be like wow this hasn't been touched by this whole covid shit and they were already questioning it before but they're like well i live in i've lived in la my entire life and uh you know like it's uh, happening here in illinois already um i sure i don't and i shared an article that this guy was talking about how many people have left illinois and it's more people have left this state than since world war ii when people were drafted into a fucking war like yeah like a hundred over a hundred thousand i was gonna say wasn't it like 150,000 people have left like you guys have a hundred and fifty thousand deficit that's not including the people that are generally going to leave the state in and out like there's like mm-hmm. a, a baseline that leaves Illinois every year anyways, because you guys have had a deficit. You guys have ran a deficit yeah. of people leaving anyways. And so like on top of that, there was like 150,000 that have left. So there was like 150,000 people that left, but then like 20,000 people moved into Illinois. I guess I'm in that category uh, <laughs> that moved into <laughs> Illinois. Shit. And Fucking so upset. like the population's only like 130 or 120, somewhere around there that, they've lost population and that wasn't in a year a hundred yeah. like twenty thousand people population decrease in a in a year and i thought it I was going to be more to be honest i know one hundred twenty thousand uh, people is a lot i know it's a lot but how many people are in chicago i don't know there's 13 million people that live in illinois i have no idea what the population of chicago like i, I, I feel would look, like i feel I would like look a up, lot i feel like a lot of people moving out of a state in a state of 13 million is a million people. Let me see. I'll just look like, up I feel Cook like that's a county. Lot. Cook County population. That's pretty much Chicago in the suburb of Chicago. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, it's like if California lost a million Ooh. people last year. There's five, 5.1 million people that live in Cook County. And Illinois. there's 6 million people outside of that. Yeah, and I, I mean, That's I'm sure. Insane. How do you guys lose every fucking election? There's more of you. Well, well, we don't lose every single one. We, we've had, we've had Rob Bogoyevich, dude. He was a world star Republican. <laughs> and, uh, Is that, isn't he that the po- one that tried to sell the seat? So after Obama, yeah, he came, he because Obama the was the senator. He's, yeah, and he tried he just to just got out not too long ago. He got out. Trump not pardoned too long him. Trump pardoned him. Trump parted him and he's he's thinking about running. Did you see when he got out? You know, because he had it, like <laughs> he's, he's he had like the dark black hair and everything, and he was mm-hmm. like, you know, good looking, hoity toity, like Paul, like Chicago politician, like kind of like old school mobsterish looking, you know? Yeah, but not like uh, not slime ball, but like business like, you know? Yeah. And then he got out and his hair was white, like white as Snow White. And, uh, you know, his wife stood by him and fucking, I don't know. I watched, there was a doc, there's a documentary on Netflix that talks about like different, uh, like different people that did different things, you know, whether it be sports or that basically like did shady shit and Mm -hmm. got caught for it. And he was one of them that they did a whole episode on. And uh, as bad as it sounded. Yeah. As bad as it, they made it out to be, it kind of seems like he was a scapegoat. Kind of seems well, like he was a scapegoat and that he definitely 
but it also sounded like he was playing the political game, which I'm not saying is right. I'm not saying I, it's I, right. Yeah. But to act like what he was doing, shopping around the seat, basically he could, I mean, he made the argument that he was going to give the person an endorsement. Um, he wasn't like selling, actually selling the seat. He's selling his endorsement, not even for money. Like it was, well, there was never money mentioned. It was all about how, uh, like, what could you do for me if I endorse you kind of thing? Yeah, quid pro quo. Quid pro quo, which is basically how every election is ran. It's a standard. In the United it's States. It's the fucking yeah, that, uh, standard. It wasn't, in, in, and honestly, with that being the standard, don't believe the guy should have gone to prison for even near as long as he did. He was in prison for like 10 years. Yeah, so I would... But at I the would, same at time, the time all, if he doesn't go to prison or if he goes to prison, then all of them go to prison. Yeah. So at this at, at one time, a lot of people were upset about it here in Illinois, but the mm-hmm. media made it seem like a huge deal. And he basically yeah. was yeah, selling the seat to get, uh, you know, a quid pro quo like for whoever. No money. Did you see that? And did, you, did you know that? No. Like he had he didn't have like a whole lot of money. Like it was like if this guy That's was literally taking like a sh- like take like he was you know, being shady, shady. He didn't have a lot of money for somebody that was being as shady as they were saying he was going to, that he was. See, like, that's the thing, dude, is like you, at the time when it happened, but I was young, I was a kid. And, but still like a lot of people, even in my little town were like, it was 2013. Oh, really? Yeah. He was shopping Obama's seat because he was elected to president. Yeah. It was 2008. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in, I was in like eighth grade, so I didn't really understand exactly what happened, but I just know I was like, Oh, the governor was being shady. Like, get, yeah, get him out of there. That's bad. Yeah. Now that I'm older, and then you grow up, you grow and up like, and you realize uh, every governor is shady. It was like, they're all shady as shit. And they're always doing something really bad. And you kind of look at what he got went down for. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it's maybe not a good thing to happen in politics. Don't get me wrong. But it's yeah. certainly not the fucking worst thing to uh, a yeah. politician to ever do. Like not yeah, not nearly as bad as they made him out to be. And he went down and and then I don't know. I forgot who took over, but uh, I think Dan Quinn. I don't remember, but someone took over and uh, he was he was sucked. He was terrible. And it's not to say that Rob Goyevich was a good governor in any way, but 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 he brought a lot of good to. Illinois like he he changed some because he was a Republican and he changed some uh economic stature in Illinois and then you guys were right back to running a deficit year after year after year yeah well we have basically bankrupt like there's been talks about Illinois selling like the northern half uh to Wisconsin like (laughs) so we're the we're the one of the most heavily funded federally like federally funded states yeah. and we're still have one of the highest state deficits and we can't afford to pay all of our state workers. We I have know. a massive problem where we can't, af- we have too many state workers and we can't afford to fucking pay them all and, and, mm. and continue to pay the pensions of all the ones that have retired. There's a really bad problem. Illinois well, I think it was one of the one of the ways they got people to move to Illinois because working for the state here had such a good pension. You work 25 years, you get damn good health care and you get a retirement for the rest of your life after 25 years. And I think it could be 50 when you retire. 
and that brought in well, it's a just lot 25 of 25 years so if you started early enough you could you yeah could, i know if you started when, at 20 you could be 55 yeah i know when my dad so when my dad got hired on at the prison back in like 93 94 92 maybe um the the deal was that he if when, when he was 50 and you had 25 years working for the state you can retire oh, gotcha. so i had and, an age with it yeah so you had to be 50 years old and you get to retire with 25 years in that is not the standard anymore if you start working to prison now it's like 67 you you can't retire oh, yeah. until you're well 67. i mean it's the same thing with social security yes you know, it's, yeah it's a lot closer to yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was 65 like a couple years ago, and now I think it's like 67. But you know, honestly, that makes fucking sense when the fucking age of uh the the average age of death keeps hiring every year. It's like, come on. Oh yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad retired at 50, but I'm, and it's possible he could live another like 30, 35, 40 years. He could live another 50 years. It's, yes, it's very possible. Yeah. And draw yeah. on it ever until then. Like it's 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 wild. It's wild how they thought this system was going to continue. It's 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 a really good system to draw people in to work for the state. It's a terrible system in the long game. Terrible system yeah. to continue on. And this is one of the major problems that Illinois has, where like they just can't afford this shit. And they have to beg and beg and beg for the the federal government to help pay for their massive deficit. And it's this can and this is, I think, you know, a major problem with like especially my little community, because so many people are attached to state jobs around here that that's why more people are uh, not as they're more likely to go along with these the mandates and more likely to just follow the orders and stuff, because it is a better job in my community to have a state job because it's just a small community. So there's not that many available great jobs for uh, the population here. I mean, my town has generally speaking, my town has like a small number of like 5,000 people, but during the work day, it influxes a lot. There's a shit ton of more people that come in. We have factories here. We have uh, two prisons, a mental health, um, a mill here, the barges stop here. Like there's just all this, there is like opportunity, yeah. but not a lot of people actually live in my town. But if you're here during the day, it feels like, holy shit, like there's actual kind of traffic. I mean, there's no stoplights, but there's this, you'll be waiting a minute <laughs> at the stop signs is what I'm saying. Like, you're like, fuck man, they need to put stoplights in fuck sakes. Like <laughs> in the, you can in put the on bridge, that with the elderman typo. Yeah. Well, the, so the bridge It'll bring here, jobs just just justify it. It'll bring jobs to our community. Yes. Well, the bridge here, because uh, it's what I don't know where the next bridge is over across Start the Mississippi your own construction River. light or your your stoplight business. Type. Oh, there you go, <laughs> dude. I might because there's a few there's a few places here where like the stop signs are just not efficient. Like they do not work out very well. You are waiting there forever. And there's and since we have factories and mills here and the barges, they the all fucking, get out at the same time. And the semi trucks, dude, they all got to come in and they go through like literally the middle of the town to get yep. to the other side. And it holds shit up and they have well, to. And there's there's no way to make those streets bigger either. Like wider. No. There is no way. Like they're no. like the houses are it, like. Bro. 
Yeah, I know. There's yeah. no way to make them wider. Like you're, yeah. it's fucked and, regardless. And with the sim, with the semis here, dude, the roads just get tore up. I oh, mean, yeah, it yeah. is pothole app. You're driving like it's so bad. And the so bridge even here living in a small town, you don't use your money wisely to uh, fix your roads. Got it. No, no, it's bad. It's crazy. But it's but it's one of the weirdest things living like being a like against the border because you can just all of a sudden you cross into Missouri and the roads are better. The fucking <laughs> prices are a little bit cheaper. Gas is all of a sudden a magically 50 cents cheaper a gallon. I'm not even exaggerating. It's 50. The Literally cigarettes are cheaper away. and it's five minutes away. It's in everyone and a lot. Of, and I didn't really know this, but people in my little town, some, some people get upset because I guess there's some tax that Illinois that puts on the gas and that's supposed to help fund our public schools. So people actually get a little butt hurt. When you go across you the go bridge across. to get gas, because that's funding Missouri, st- uh, the state of Missouri. It's not funding the state of Illinois, and even though like most people don't give a shit. Like they just don't care. They yeah. want the cheaper gas. Like, like they. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that gas station on your side of the bridge is even there. Like, to be honest, like, I don't It's It's literally like, it's not like it's that far out of the way. Like I would, I would never go get gas in your gas station like i, I mean, I've always never, go i have never i, I don't would, think i, I, I would i don't even think i'd go life. get alcohol i don't think i'd go get food i don't think i'd ever get anything from that gas station i don't so i don't think the like i would say even there is like there, the alcohol we went across is, the br- we went across the bridge and got alcohol and cigarettes yes because it's yes, it's slightly cheaper now. The alcohol is—it's not that much of a difference. It is there's a difference, but it's not that uh, strenuous of a difference. So, like, I've gotten alcohol at the gas station here in my town. It's not that big of a deal. You were probably drunk. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't do that, dude. <laughs> when you're drunk, money doesn't mean anything to you. Money—it's just all fake and gay, anyways, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those, it's just like when, when you have shit like that, you know, that, that little border and things change that much, like fluctuate that much in money, it just goes to show how everything is just fucking made up. And, and, and it was, it, garbage. it really showed itself too. now my little town didn't really put up with the whole mandate, like lockdown stuff. Not exactly. Now they did in the sense of like, they didn't openly say like, Hey, we're not closing down. They just kind of didn't. And, uh, and if you traveled anywhere in Illinois, like outside my County, it was locked down. The mass mandate was installed, all that shit. But a lot of people (laughs) were going over to Missouri and shit wasn't locked down. It was literally night and day difference. It was like almost like going into another country. Like shit wasn't, going crazy like things were here in illinois now, i wasn't here but this is just what my parents told me yeah. and a lot of times in, in, because illinois was basically locking down and enforcing mass mandates and all this shit they just went to missouri to do everything every fucking thing i think i think missouri did the mass mandate but they'd never completely locked down or if they did it was only for a little bit i i don't exactly know but it definitely opened up a lot faster than uh, Illinois did. Yeah. 
it's just uh, yeah it just goes to show how fake everything is like it doesn't make any sense yes it it makes it makes no sense and our way of life uh is a lot like here and on my little in my entire county my way of life is a lot closer than that county next to us in missouri than we are at all closer to the people that run our state yeah exactly well yeah it makes me think of you know because i have to go to globe and i have to go to i have to go to like yuma and shit like that and wickenburg and prescott and payson and all these different little 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 cities basically outside of uh outside of phoenix and Mm -hmm. when i go to a lot of those places like they don't they don't give a shit about a lot of that stuff and especially during that time period when it like was really strict at first um they weren't doing it they weren't doing it and it was and everything was being based out of what was happening in phoenix and it's like how is this right they're like yeah we just don't give a shit and i'm like i'm a lot along the lines with you guys like fuck mm-hmm. phoenix like i don't know what the fuck's going on with this whole yeah this whole mask bullshit but yeah you guys are where it's at because this whole fucking mask bullshit is stupid this vaccine bullshit is stupid and you know it's like how do the, how do they get to fucking decide that like that makes yeah, no dude. sense remember remember talking to me cox mike the yeah. fucking and he lives i mean in more in southern arizona and he was like we're like, dude, this fucking lockdown and mass mandate shit is so bullshit. And he was like, oh, dude, oh, you guys are actually doing it. <laughs> you guys are doing that. I totally forgot that Phoenix was doing that. And he was literally in the same state as us. Yeah. Well, he's was, he's only like two hours away. I know. Three hours away. I know. It was just like, oh, my God. You're, dude, you're what? Cities. Six hours from Chicago? Six, seven hours? Yes, so I would say five and a half to six hours south. Yeah, maybe and it's like maybe the seven, cities yeah. literally run a lot of these states. Like Denver and the surrounding area runs Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the things you, the places you don't see that is, you know, uh, Wyoming, Montana. Like the big cities are 300,000 people, and the rest of it, there's four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand people outside of it. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. little ass towns everywhere else. I think Nebraska is very similar. Omaha kind of runs a lot of shit. Lincoln kind of runs a lot of shit, but they're so small compared to the rest of like cities in the United States that they're, they're very yeah. still, like rural. They act as if they're rural. That well, the, it doesn't the, yeah, a lot of the, the way. a lot of like, like a lot of the cities in those States are they're, they're the people that live there come from that state. There's just not that yeah. many people that are out, out of state moving into Omaha and Nebraska. Like, it's just not as much. It's not like a, uh, a hot spot for a bunch of people to move to. And yeah. I think that's. And it's how many like a lot of the do you culture. think I hit from Nebraska to Southern Illinois? <laughs> Or a dude, probably like four, five, maybe. Dude, I hit six. so many fucking possums. I hit so <laughs> many fucking possums. I was so tired. I was so tired. And dude, you I were passed oh, out, man. and I was just like, dude, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> hit dude, another one, they're, dude. They, dude, they're like, everywhere, bro. They run to fucking headlights. They run. I've already hit one. I've hit one since I've been here, dude. Dude, how's your flat tire going? Like, how that? How'd that work out? It's not good, dude. I uh, well, oh. it sucks because it happened like a couple of days before christmas so oh, i can't get it into the shop because they're booked so i'm just sitting on my donut right now my spare 
and I'm not really driving it, so it kind of sucks. Nice, nice. But I'm going nice. to get it fixed pretty much next week and probably well, get an alignment. Yeah, we're at the point in uh, in Phoenix where it drops below, you know, 40 degrees, so everybody's tire pressure is garbage. So Dude. now I have two tires that are like <laughs> it's going to be 67 it's going to be 67 degrees here on Christmas. That's pretty nice. Have you gotten any snow? Do you guys get snow? We've had really. nah, if we get snow it's more in like January, February time frame. Work you know works weird places southern. places with lakes or places with rivers don't really get a whole lot of snow. I don't know many places like I don't think I've seen I guess that's probably not true. You can see like Montana and Colorado, but like most of the places that I've been that have a river, they don't usually get snow. It's kind of weird, especially like know. the Mississippi. Yeah, I don't know. I like, think I guess further I, up on the Mississippi maybe gets rid. Yeah, probably. Gets... Yeah, I think for sure they get snow up there. Uh, but yeah. down here, like you know, people just assume that oh, you're in Illinois, like it's you know the windy city cold. and it's cold as shit up in Chicago. But really, it's it's like we're. I mean, I'm closer to like Tennessee than I am Chicago. And, you know, that's more like the weather we have. And we, if we do get snow, it's more like in January, February timeframe that we, we get. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Right now it's 72 and it feels like 72. And the low for tonight is, let's see. Fuck you. I don't want to go to the website. The low is 56. It gets pretty fucking cold, though. You know how it gets. It gets fucking cold as shit sometimes. Like, there's sometimes where it's like you leave your water bottles out and they're frozen solid for the whole next day. Like, it's it, the desert, dude. But, it doesn't contain the heat very well. So there's like a 30 degree def- difference. So if it's yeah. ever like 50 degrees during the day, well, it's a real good possibility at night. 56 is 20 degrees. Like, that's a that's a big change. That's a big change. And I don't think people realize, like, like that's a big fucking change. Like, it gets fucking... Like that's cold in one day, 20 degrees, 20 degree difference. And mm-hmm. that's not even the worst. Like there's some days, like I think yesterday it was, it was or earlier this week, it was, um, it was like almost 80. Like we had a really warm day and it was almost 80 and I was sweating. I was like, it's fucking, it's warm. And it dropped that night almost of almost of like 48. I think it was 48. It was almost 45 degrees. And I was like, that's, that's a big that's 35 degrees 32 degrees like that's a big difference like you that's why i don't fucking believe these bums these bums should be fucking dead like there's no way they're fucking <laughs> not going home to a house every night they probably got a house and i'm living in a fucking dinky ass apartment and they're panhandling on the side of the road making more money than i am fucking yeah bitches. dude it's it's pretty weird because you'll get used you got to any that bums in your town well we have a trailer park that's not a bum though. You got people panhandling on roads. No, dude. No, no, not at all. I didn't see any when I was there, but I was just wondering. I'm, we have people that like weirdly. I mean, there's probably there's a few people that weirdly roam the streets all the time. I don't know what the fuck they do for work or anything. They're always just wandering around, but they're never begging for money. I've never seen them beg for anything. I think here too, if you tried to ask people for money, they'd fucking look at you weird as shit. <laughs> like, what'd you say to me, motherfucker? <laughs> you just asked me for money? Fuck you. Like, bro, you see this inflation right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, I'm, I keep, I kept telling my, my uh, job that I was like, yeah, inflation's crazy this year. You know, 
employer wages are going to have to catch up. They did not. They did not catch up for my race. Yeah. Fuck yourself, Inflation. dude. You're lucky you have this job on back scum. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, I might not have it for very long. We'll fucking uh, see. Yeah, that I sucks, hope, dude. I hope I get to keep it, but the only reason I want to keep it is because I can move anywhere with it, and that would be nice, but I don't know if it's going to last that long. <laughs> I don't Tell know if it's going to last that long. Didn't didn't Texas tell them you want to move to Texas because they didn't they ban the mandate altogether? Yeah, but they're still fighting it too. But mm. still, like, if the com- like companies are they going to choose to uh, make the it federal, federal government or, or the state government? Yeah, state government. Like, I don't know. It's one of those things where most of these corporations have bigger contracts with the federal government than they do the state governments. Which one are they going to get rid of? You can live with getting out of a couple states and still operating in the majority of states because the majority of the states are for this thing. The majority of states are, are pushing this thing. It's not, it's not like we're in a majority, like we're the reigning supreme. There's a lot of fucking people that are, the left is running shit right now. And that's why. Has Ducey, you know, has Ducey fucking tried to. Doesn't, I, haven't, I haven't heard shit about, about Ducey in a while. I have to look, but that's the other thing. It's kind of weird that I would have to look like, I feel like I shouldn't yeah. have to look if he's doing shit about it, but yeah, you know, midterms are coming up next year. I think that'll be interesting. I think it might shake things up a little bit. I kind of hope like this crazy red wave comes and then, you know, I can bitch about them blaming video games for the crisis of the United States. Like, you know, I'd rather that than fucking, getting told i have to put some fucking shit in my body that i don't want yeah yeah i don't know i think i I think democrats are going to be punished a little bit in the midterms i mean they went all in on this shit a lot of them did and they're the front a lot of them are front runners of this bullshit now trump was at first and then all of a sudden the dems took power and they took the face of it and they i mean fuck dude a lot of them like a lot of the governors and mayors, they're the ones that were like taking the reins and like, I'm enforcing this shit. And uh, I don't know if the midterms are going to save any of these big cities. I think, honestly, I think these cities are going to, you're going to have to live with that. I don't think me yep. and you are going to be allowed to go into like Chicago or LA for a long time, dude. <laughs> Not do anything that's fucking meaningful. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just run terrorist ops balls. <laughs> yeah, BLM. Get that. No, the government building, not the business. The government building. <laughs> They're like Bob's Burgers? No, the government building. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> not B dubs. Not B dubs. Not B. Fuck. They got B dubs. All right. <laughs> they're, they're burning B dubs. God damn it, guys. I thought we worked on this. <laughs> post office post office not what the fuck the post office (laughs) i'm just mad at them because they always fucked up our fucking patches when we sent them out to people yeah i'm still a little butthurt about that fuck those people but well i uh hope everybody has a merry christmas i think that's a good place to stop you got shit to do i got shit to do i gotta finish christmas wrapping and um 
yeah, I hope everybody enjoys their holiday weekend and enjoyed us uh, bitching for the last hour and a half. And uh, that's it for me. What about you, Typo? Uh, yeah, enjoy the fucking holidays. Well, I'm sure. I hope you guys enjoyed the holidays by the time you listen to it. And I don't know. We'll probably come out with an episode after New Year's, maybe. So I hope you guys yeah, enjoy the I New think Year. It'll be after New Year's, technically. And uh, I hope. I mean, I've fucking. I. I mean, I'm kind of almost. I don't know what 20. I think things will get. Honestly, I think things are going to get better in a lot of places, but worse in a lot of places as well. And I, I think don't things know. Things will become more clear in 2022. 2020. Our way forward. Two. Two. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's one of those fucking stupid ass English bullshits. But yeah, I think I think our way forward is going to get a lot clearer in 2022. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think we'll. I think we'll definitely, like I said, I think there's going to be some places that things are going to get better or, and I think some places are just going to get much worse, much worse. Yeah. And I don't think it's, that's going to be the whole country necessarily, but I think we're going to, I think we're going to know where we're going to end up after next year, <laughs> dude. <laughs> we're going to be in the fucking camps, bro. We're gonna... <laughs> Female we're gonna camps. Let's go. Yeah, what that dude? When you said that one time at COVID camp, dude, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, dude, we're gonna we're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna play some baseball. They'll make stories yeah, about us. They'll teach us that, and they'll teach them that in history class. Yeah, all these dude, we're people gonna, were unvaccinated, and they started gonna have the best major league camp baseball, baseball team. in fucking <laughs> <laughs> talking us talking about us like we were the Japanese and how they taught us the Japanese and. The internment camps weren't that bad. They started they started a baseball yeah. league. Yeah, we had a baseball league, guys. That's one <laughs> thing I remember about internment camps uh, from the World War II era. I had a baseball team. I think that's the only thing I remember, really. Yeah, they had it, you know. And it was just Japanese people. Yeah. Or probably just Asians. I don't know, you yeah. know if they knew the difference very well back then, dude. <laughs> But, Open your eyes. Right. No, get in the camp. <laughs> get in the camp. Get in there. We're fucking done. Get in there. Go play some fucking baseball. <laughs> um, well, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Happy holidays. Hope you guys have a happy new year. And uh, we out. <laughs>